Hello and welcome back for another thrilling week of fun, frivolity and excitement as you join us for your favourite podcast, Kent and the Steering Team. Yep. As always, you're joined by myself, Drew, my good mate, Phil. Unfortunately, Kent can't be here this week. Uh, he did tell me this morning that he was going to be a little bit busy moving desks. Anyway, on with the show. Uh, Mr. Phil, how are you? Mr. Phil is quite well. He's very, very, very excited. He's... Uh You've been very kind, Mr. Drew, in um, coming around to my house to record this episode just to help me limit my recording, uh, sorry, my editing time um, yes. this evening, as of course I will only have this evening to edit it, uh, of course, because it's Wednesday night, um, because I've got a special guest coming permanently tomorrow. Permanent guest. Permanent guest uh, mm. arriving tomorrow, so again, I appreciate that, Mr. Drew. How are you? I, I, I'm, I'm quite well, thank you. You must be over the moon about this. Well and truly over the moon, yes. in fact. Uh, yes, of course, Sarah Moon, my uh, girl friend that is a female that is also in cahoots with me is... Uh, cahoots! <laughs> you, I'm in cahoots with Miss Moon. Yes, she's arriving Thursday, You're the day this podcast, podcast comes out. So, yes. I like that. You're in cahoots. You know where, you know where I learned that line? That Well, you know where I, I fell in love with that line? Where? Was in Hateful Eight when um, yes. Daisy Domagoo s- sits there like almost mocking John Ruth, the hangman, and just mm. goes, oh, of course, I'm in cahoots with one of them. Pointing at the, you know. Cahoots. I'm in cahoots. Yeah, just taking the piss out of him. But, brilliant. Yeah, it's a great line. That's a great stage play. That should become a stage play even. Mm. School of Rock did. Um, good, I'm glad you will. Yes, glad you're Yes, indeed. We have a good show ahead of us, don't we? I believe we do. We've got a few interesting bits and bobs, as always. Mm-hmm. Or at least we think we do. Yes. We always think we do. We never quite know. Sometimes no. people say, oh, it was a good one. but Sometimes we know we are absolutely up a river without a paddle. Indeed. Um, More often than not, sadly. Yes. Uh, this one, though, seems like it's going to be okay. may not be as mammoth as last week's was, because that was just enormous and a lot... For us, even, and we had, we had so to, much news. We had to rush through that one so fast. Way too much news, we had, but we had to rush through it. But I think we also comprehensively yeah. covered everything as well. We did, um, just, <laughs> just. So it's what good. do we have? What do we have? We have we have the Oscar nominations. Mm-hmm. It's a worry when you're at the point where you have to have a big discussion just about the nominees, let alone the actual winners. Well, have they always had the the Have they always streamed the 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 revealing of the nominations? No, this is the second year. Yeah, see, so it's funny that, that in a couple of years, no doubt this will be a big event, this revealing it's, of the nominees for the, you know, well, let's, Oscars. Let's be real, it's exactly the same as the, the teaser for the trailer for Which a is movie. Which is an awful concept nowadays. I and hate and that unfortunately it became mainstream when we all hoped it wouldn't. Yes, We exactly. desperately, desperately hoped it wouldn't. Absolutely, but it certainly is. So, we have that as a... Uh, Basically, we'll talk about the, the Oscar noms. We're going to talk about Mr. Trump and his small hands. We're going to talk about um, ComBank and how ComBank are now allowing Apple Pay on their devices and how the other banks, including the one I'm with, Westpac, are behind. Um, which is quite disappointing that they're behind and yet one of the four banks has, especially when the four banks made a big pact um, 
to stick together and uh, all not have it and now one of them has it and my bank hasn't got it. We also don't have an answer from your friend Lily as to why we don't have... Westpac does not have Apple Pay. A bit disappointed on how long it's taking for her to get back to me. I'm kidding. Totally kidding. No, we, we have tried to uh, source out some information. Unfortunately, we're still waiting. Mm. But you know what? I think that could just be indicative of the other... The other big was it the other big three? Yeah, yeah, they're they're just scrambling. They've got no no idea what they're gonna do well, now. It's like when was it Combank decided to drop the fees, and then all four of them at the drop of the hat went, okay, we'll do it too. Yeah, um, and now Combank have Apple Pay, but uh, and I've gone ahead and set it up. Yeah, right, but I don't have it with my Westpac accounts. I mean, you may have to defect. Well, I wanted to, but yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, so that's um. That's that's what we're looking like. That's what we're looking. At. Let's start off with then. Of course, there's sick end of the wick always, always. Um, and uh, Drew, talk me through. Let's 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 go through this. Let's go through category by main category. The Oscar noms. The Oscar noms. So I was going to go to bed the other night, and then you know what? It it was like oh, ten minutes time. The live stream of the Oscar nominations. I thought oh, okay, of course. Why why not? Why not? Here I why am. Why not? I'm I'm only about to go to sleep. It's cool. Nah, it doesn't matter. Bugger that, he says. Bugger that. It's the Oscars. The biggest sham of an award and what? No. <laughs> we might be there one day, Drew. I, yeah, it I, is the most prestigious, phenomenal award of all time. We would like to thank the Academy for their just and unbiased voting system. Absolutely. That does not at all take into account any possible means of tampering or... No. Or swaying by recent events. No, not, absolutely. Not at all. Nope. Uh, for proof, see the fact that no female directors were nominated this year for Best Director. Anyway, uh, let's kick Justice right in. Justice for the awful films that came out that starring all female cast based off the fact that it's the, you know... That's the flavor of the month. That's my opinion. No, it's not justice. But anyway, continue. I'm trying to work out a, a, a good way to go through this list that sort of builds up to the good stuff. So we'll, we'll kick out the... Um, the crappy ones that no one cares about. Yeah, so documentary feature, I, I will touch on briefly. Basically, not many of you will know too many of the titles. What else? Um, Free Solo, nope. Hale County This Morning, This Evening, nope. Minding the Gap, nope. The Fathers and Sons, and RBG. Nope. So, for months now, uh, all the film chatter has been that there was one clear favourite that would win Best Documentary. And that was um, Won't You Be My Neighbour, the Mr. Rogers documentary. Yeah. And for whatever reason, it hasn't even made it in to the list. That's pretty phenomenal. What is this? Given that this man was like a spark of all American hope. What is this? What is the process behind nominations? So they have to make a short list. And then makes, do these people just pick their favorites? The, the Academy members vote into the short list. And then from the short list, they vote the number one. Right. So it could in very... Not saying that it is, Academy, I'm not saying this, well, well, but it could be incredibly biased. It could be, but you've also got to remember that the Academy increased their members quite significantly last year and in a far more diverse way, very intentionally given everything that had been happening. So the number of voters has increased significantly across the entertainment field. And they've made sure to go for different ethnicities, made sure that there was less of a gender gap, things like that. So there's always okay, different so then, variables that are going in there. So then it's potentially that this is now... But why, why, why then would you um, 
would you forsake what has clearly been a documentary for the ages that touches upon all of these most relevant issues, a documentary that epitomizes everything that the Academy has just decided to embrace? Why would you leave it out? It makes no sense to me. No. Uh, documentary short subject, Black Sheep, Endgame, Lifeboat, A Night at the Garden, period, end of sentence. And of course, that one is the last one. I uh, don't know any of them. Um, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. It's the last um, one. Animated short film, Animal Behavior, Bow, Late oh, Afternoon, bow. One Small Step, and Weekends. So I, I'm bow. pegging it for Bow. I want Bow to win. That was the short film before The Incredibles 2. Um, yes, it was. Pixar's lovely story of a mother with what was a dumpling but really or a bow it was her little dumpling yeah but really it was a metaphor for her child her son her son had grown older oh spoilers but then she ate but then she ate she ate him she ate her dump her little dumpling she ate her son that's that i want that's not a euphemism of course it was a terrifying moment (laughs) she just ate it got so so emotionally invested in in her plight with her her little bow and then ate it (laughs) And the look of shock on her face. She ate her her son. (laughs) Continue. Yes, I'm going to continue now. Live action short film. Detainment. Forv. Marguerite. Mother. Skin. They don't sound like film names. They don't sound good. And wait, one of them was called Mother? Yeah, not the same. No, I know it's not the same, but anything called Mother now deserves to burn in hell. Hello, Mother. Hello, Hello, Father. Father. Here I am at legal lawsuit. Okay. Not going to sing the whole thing right now. Otherwise, we may pay royalties. Um, Good thing you changed the lyrics. Indeed. Uh, (laughs) Foreign language film. I'm really invested in this category. Come on. Capernaum. Yes, that's the one. It's on the list. Is that the Norwegian one? I have no idea what the hell any of these are. Okay, cool. Cold War, which uh, we'll talk about a little more shortly because for some reason it's crept up out of nowhere and made what a bit it? of a splash. I don't, I don't really know. It's just popped up. Never Look Away, Shoplifters, and Roma. Roma, of course, being Alfonso Caron's Netflix film that has taken the world somewhat by storm. Also never seen it. Um, and it has also been nominated in a number of categories, so we will return to that one as well. What is it? Uh, it's kind of based on his life. Um, I don't know who he is. Growing up. Alfonso Cuaron, he made uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, okay, wow. And, and Gravity. Wow, okay, that's cool. I want that to win. Yeah. Uh, makeup and hairstyling. Border. Don't know it. Mary, Queen of Scots. Yeah, all right. And Vice. Vice. I would hope Vice. It won't be to be Mary Queen of Scots, but I hope Vice wins. That's all right. Uh, sound editing and sound mixing. Yes, please. Black Panther. No, get out, lose. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, win. Yes. First Man. Yes, win. Never seen it, but yes, win. Uh, for sound editing, A Quiet Place. Yes, win. And Roma. Okay. Sound mixing, Roma as well. And A Star is Born. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, production design, Black Panther. No, get out, lose. The favorite. Never seen it. First Man. Yeah, cool. Mary Poppins Returns. No. And Roma. Okay. Film editing, Black Klansman. No. Bohemian Rhapsody. The favorite, Green Book, Vice. 
Yes, I like all those. That's good. Mm. What, what the hell's the black... The KKK one? Black Klansman. Yeah. It was the Spike Lee film. I didn't see it. Neither did I. Didn't We're going to have to get back to our audience on that one. We do need to watch it. Visual yes. effects. I have a few grumbles about this one, mm-hmm. but... Um, Avengers Infinity War. Christopher Robin. Okay. First Man. Okay. Ready Player One. Okay. Solo, a Star yeah. Wars story. Where is Aquaman? No, it's a DC movie, no thanks. But visually... No thanks. W- without, without question, no. No, it, it qualified in time. Then no didn't, didn't make the shortlist either. Well, clearly they just didn't give a shit about it because it's a DC film. Anyway. It's not fair. It is Should have beat out Solo. Well, it's a good thing. Well, Robin. Black Panther could have been on that list, but it's not. Yeah, well, Infinity nor, War got nor, nor should have been because Black Panther is probably the worst movie... Of 2007... Oh, 18, 2018. When was Mother? 2018? No, it was 2017. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay. Black Panther was the worst movie of 2018. Alrighty. Costume design. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yes. Black Panther. No, get out, die. The Favourite. Yeah, okay. Mary Poppins Returns. I don't know about that. Mary Queen of Scots. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen that either. Cinematography. Cold War. This is that foreign film again. I don't know what that is. The Favourite. Never Look Away. Roma. Okay. A Star Is Born. Okay. Um, I'll save those ones toward the end. Adapted Screenplay. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yes, that's fantastic. Black Klansman. Okay. Can You Ever Forgive Me? Sure. If Beale Street Could Talk. And A Star Is Born. Cool. Original Screenplay. The Favourite. First Reformed. Okay. Green Book. Okay. Roma. Yeah. Vice. Yes. Yes, please. Vice was awesome. Uh, animated feature film. Yes. Incredibles 2. Yes. Isle of Dogs. No. you got to give no. it a chance. you got to give it no, a chance. No, is it in the same sort of animation, same sort of quick, witty, shitty line dialogue like um, Fantastic Mr. Fuck was? Same animation, yes, same director, and half the same cast. Then absolutely no way in hell. <sighs> Because if it's anything like Fantastic <sighs> Mr. Fox, where it's that really, really kind of like muffled sort of audio where there's absolutely no like it was better, to it was it, far better than with Mr. the Fox. same animation and the, just the single one liners, absolutely as if they'd film recorded all lines with no intention of ever blending them into a conversation. Then both those films can get the hell away from me because they're both not okay, really okay. well done. Okay, we're gonna sit down and watch the Wes Anderson I'm films minus minus those the, two, those two, and then we'll see if you're prepared to give Isle of Dogs a try. You don't have to go back to to Fantastic Mr. Fox. I totally get your to. your issues it with it. Shattered on my childhood favorite childhood yep, book. Yep, totally, totally respect that. Wes Anderson can go ahead and fall into a pit of. Dogs. You've got to try his other films. Name some of them. Rushmore. No. The Royal Tenenbaums. Uh, Bottle Rocket. No. The Darjeeling Limited. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. These are all just amazing, amazing films. By not very supreme person. Continue. <laughs> Where are we up to? Um, okay. Uh, uh, Mirai. Whatever that is. What's this one? This is oh, still animated feature. Mirai. I don't know it. Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yes! Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I haven't seen it. So I reckon it's between Spider-Man, Ralph, or Incredibles 2. And I think Incredibles 2 will just win it automatically. 
But the, but what year was it where they didn't win? Where Pixar didn't win? Uh, two years ago, they didn't win, I think. They didn't win when The Good Dinosaur was up. Yeah, no one cares about that movie. I haven't even seen it. Neither have I. Uh, okay, okay. So let's get to Best Actress in a Supporting Role. Amy Adams for Vice. Yes. Marina Ditavira, yes. Roma. Okay. Regina King, If Beale Street Could Talk. No. Emma Stone, The Favourite. Okay. Rachel Weiss, The Favourite. Okay. Um, actor in a supporting role. Mahashala Ali, Green Book. You made that up. I wish I did. Adam Driver, Black Klansman. Okay. Sam Elliott, A Star Is Born. Fun fact, Sam Elliott's career has spanned over five decades now, and now he is getting nominated wow. for an Oscar. Uh, Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Sam Rockwell, Vice. Sam Rockwell to win that, please. Because mm. he played a great um, George W. Bush. I reckon... He Ma- won't win it, though. I reckon Mahashala Ali will win. Who is that? The dude for Green Book. All right, actress in a leading role. Ah, oh, Green Book, of course. Yeah, he will win. Yeah, yep. diversity. Actress in a lead role. Yalitza Aparicio, Roma. You made that up. Glenn Close, The Wife. Yes. Olivia Coleman, The Favourite. Okay. Lady Gaga, A Star Is Born. Yeah, yeah. That's my fingers crossed there. And Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me? What I still remember is from... Remember when the live-action 101 Dalmatians was out? Yes. And it had Glenn Close in it? Yes. I didn't know what a Glenn Close was. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then it said Close. So I thought... It was like, is this like a special edition or something like that? Something to do with Close or something like that? I didn't know what... No. I didn't know what a Glenn Close was. I was oh, like, my goodness. Yeah, I was really confused. It's a, it's a street. For a <laughs> I was really confused for a long time, and I'm talking <laughs> way longer than someone should be confused about it. I mean, long after, many years after that movie came out, I still didn't understand why it was called 101 Dalmatians, or Glenn Close, 101 Dalmatians. I was like, what's a Glenn Close? I need to go back and watch it again. It's been a very no, long time. No, you don't need to watch that. Just wait for the new one come, to come out. Oh, the Emma Stone Cruella movie. All right, let's get to actor in a leading role. Yes, please. Christian Bale, Vice. Yes, please. Bradley Cooper, A Star Is Born. Probably not. Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate. I haven't seen it. Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, actually. Viggo Mortensen, Green Book. Yes, Viggo. Oh, I, I actually think this is kind of tough because I, I, I think the most outstanding performance was Rami. We haven't seen Viggo yet because nope. we've still not got around to Green Book. I think Willem Dafoe's at the point where... He won't win. He, he probably should win, but not for this. And I don't think the Academy will chuck another um, Revenant move. Um, Bradley Cooper, I, I think he should be nominated for an award. I don't think this is the award that he should win, though. He's not, not nominated in the one that he should win. He's um, not. Um, and as for Christian Bale, I, he's won a few times, hasn't he? Yeah, probably. And look, look, Vice is outstanding and he deserves awards for it, but did I don't think he's the top deserver. Did any Lord of the Rings actor win individual awards when Lord of the Rings was up? Or was it only ever makeup, production, director? I thought either Viggo or Sir Ian got nominations. But do you reckon they did but no one won? No one won. No. Okay. No, it's a tricky one, that one. 
Uh, okay, this brings us right down to the last two. So, best director. Um, Black Klansman, Spike Lee. Um, and thankfully I just remember because they haven't listed who the directors are here. Cold War. Now, this is what I don't understand. This, um, this film seems to have swept everyone up, but where has it come from? And what is it? The Favourite. Roma. And Vice. They're all the Vice, directing yes. Ones. Adam McKay won't win for Vice. Why? Um, because all the critics have acknowledged that while Vice is excellent, it doesn't stand up the way The Big Short did. And Adam McKay yeah, won't sure. have a repeat success on his hands. Um, Roma, I, I reckon Alfonso may win. Yeah, I can see that. I reckon he'll win for Roma. Um, or Spike Lee for Black Klansman, perhaps. What I don't understand is why this Cold War film made it in for Best Director and Bradley Cooper did not for A Star Is Born. How did that happen? Bradley Cooper won the Screen Actors Guild Award for Best Director for this film, where he was awarded it by Steven Spielberg. How did he not but was it, get a was nomination? It, was it outstanding directing? Was it just that it was his first film and that he also starred in it? He literally won for Best Director. But as, look, as far as the technical achievement of his directing goes, and the film that he produced, I think he deserves it. Well, why wasn't J- John Kaczynski nominated for um, A Quiet Place? Um, so Because that was a very unique film. So in terms of the acting, he and Emily Blunt both seem to have been robbed because they put forward the entire cast of the film in the supporting category yeah. they didn't actually put any of them into a lead category yeah. because the, it was a full ensemble piece absolutely because the characters names yeah. were mum dad yep you know, yep boy. so emily blunt fell out there so did he but then she also didn't get a best actress nomination for mary poppins either which has turned a few heads yeah very surprising stuff because julie andrews won the academy award for the original hmm so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little confused as to how this film seems to have... This Cold War movie seems to be what doing the hell as well is it? as it is. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I haven't heard a thing about it. When the hell is the one that... Um, the actual war film with the original footage made by... It's um, come and gone. We missed it. The one by Peter Jackson? Yeah, we missed it. Are you shitting me? No. Jesus We missed Christ. it. It was very quick. Okay. Queen missed it. I'm hoping it'll come to a streaming service soon. Just like the war. Um, we missed it. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, that's annoying because I wanted to watch it. Well, we're at Best Picture. Yes. Black Panther. No, how the flying duck is that there? Because it was not an impressive film. It had a lot of black people in it, but it was not an impressive film by any stretch of the imagination. That was the worst script that Marvel have ever produced because the story was, as I have said many times... Pointless. It was crap. All it did was set up what Wakanda was for Infinity War. That is the total reason that film existed. The characters weren't impressive. Nothing was impressive about that film at all other than that they were black. That's it. There are moments that I quite like in it, but I don't... I I agree that the overall... best picture worthy... I would agree. I, I don't. I don't see how it fits the category. It's there because a couple of years ago, is it was it Chris Rock that got pissed off or that um, boycott? Which was this the film, the the um, award ceremony that lots of black people boycotted several years ago? Oscars so white. Is a this, few is years this, back. Yeah, I reckon this is partly because a that is that, absolutely you know? no, no, no. It's not partly. That is the only reason. Because if anyone actually put oh. that, if that film is on there for its own merit, not because the people in it are black, if it's on there for its own merit. 
then the world is doomed and that academy will shut down the next couple of years because they're pathetic and crap at what they do. Especially... But it shows you that how far behind the Academy is because the Academy is only just now recognising a superhero film when, you know... It, <sighs> no, but they're recognising this superhero well, they're, well, film. Yeah, well, they're, well, they're recognising a Marvel film because if I remember correctly, The Dark Knight did actually have a Best Picture nomination to it. But... This is the worst film Marvel have ever produced besides The Hulk. I love that because you've seen Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I really, I really like, film. but I acknowledge that Doctor Strange is not very good. Oh, Doctor Strange is crap. So is the Hulk. So is um, Thor 1 and 2. But the worst one is Black Panther because it's pointless and crap. I guess my biggest issue with it is that it's telling Hamlet again. It's, it's the Lion King. It's, it's, it's the a bunch same of, story. It's a, bu- it's a white company jacking off over black people to be like, look... We have them in films. That's the sole purpose besides introducing Wakanda. And, and yet... Warner, Nothing else. And yet Warner Brothers got snubbed completely for crazy rich Asians. Because no one cares about Asians in the industry. Come on. It completely... Like, there is not a single... Because not even they in the lower care. categories. Look, no. You've got you to gotta be all... You either have to be um, spruiking black people or um, women... I just realised I missed the music categories. We'll do them last. Yeah, because That's all right. well, this well, this isn't a very significant category because it's clearly completely trash because it's got a trash film in there. So continue. Uh, next one, Black Klansman. Yeah, cool. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It had a pretty good response to it, so I'm very interested. Yeah, now see, that's a little different. I like that. That is a film that is a discussion and a representation of black people. Where I, I can get behind the idea of that also, sitting I'm sure in the best that the, picture category. And yeah, and, I mean, and also, look, it's not... I'm not pissed off at the Black at Black Panther because it's got black people and that's why it's on the award. I'm pissed off at it because it's a shit movie. Yeah, it's, it doesn't earn its place in no, the category. No, it's not a good movie. And Black Klansman might be a good movie. I haven't watched it. I, I, think, I, I think I've seen the trailer. I think I want to watch it. Yeah, it looks yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah, so I want to because it's a good-looking movie. Black Panther looked crap, was crap. Everyone liked it because I don't know why. Because they like the soundtrack. It's not a bad soundtrack, sure. But movie-wise, it was wasteful. Yeah, I, actually, I wanted to see it because it had Andy Circus in it, and they even they wasted that on. Andy Circus. They they wasted Martin Freeman. I, I, yep, I it's wasted many, many issues with it. So yeah. Um, okay, so after Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, the movie that the critics despised, panned for days, weeks, months. Why now, is it made it then. The movie that was meant to be an absolute failure that has now become the most successful music biopic of all time, really? having just crossed 800 million at the worldwide yes. box office the other day, thanks to its sing-along screenings that they've been doing all over the world. Really? Yeah, really. Does it have a little, like, Rami Malek head at the bottom that just bounces along to the, li- I would love the lyrics? That. I would love that. I reckon <laughs> it's probably just colours shifting across the letters. Yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, after Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favourite. Yeah. Green it. Book. Yeah. I really want to see that. It looks wonderful. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. Roma. On there again. Yeah. Roma. That'll, that'll win. It, it Roma's going to clear it. Well, Roma went into Best Foreign Language and Best Picture, so this is very interesting. It's clean up. A Star is Born. Come on. I really want it to win Best Picture. Either that or Bohemian Rhapsody. I just really want... 
I want a popcorn movie with prestige to win. I, I think these hybrids have their place. Yeah. And last but certainly far, far from least, Vice. Yes, Vice. Vice won't win, but I really want it to win because I really love that. It won't win, but but these days, being able to say Academy Award nominated is still a very good title to have. Um, Look, I'll I'll do best original score and then best original song. So, original score, Black Panther. Look, that's the only category I think that this song has a place in. The score was all right. I thought the song album was much better. Oh, but, yeah. But the oh, score, no, wait, hang on. This is the score. This is the score. This is well, Ludwig Göransson's score. Then this score. has no place in that either. Well, it's not a bad score. But it doesn't but have a place in this category. It this, doesn't... In this category, it doesn't have a place. It has a fantastic mm. music soundtrack, but it doesn't have a very good... I don't think it has an award-nominated score. Yeah, I yeah, I, I don't know. Like the score's bloody good as far as the Marvel scores go, and it it actually has identity, which many of the Marvel scores don't. You know, they they all yeah. sound like filler music. Yeah, this one didn't. This was like it was very impactful. But still, I don't think it's, I don't think it's award-nominating worthy. Really. Uh, Black Klansman, if Beale Street could talk, Isle of Dogs, no. and Mary Poppins Returns. Isle of Dogs' score is genuinely very Mary good. I, I, I believe the same as you. I think Mary Poppins should win. Yeah. Um, I've listened to that score quite a lot lately. I really enjoyed the film. I Love Dogs can't win because it's made by Wes Anderson. Love Wes Anderson. It's one of my favorites. No. All right. Original song. All the Stars. Black Panther. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. That's the one category this film deserves to have its place in. There it yeah, is. Right there. Yeah. I think it should win. Sits its nomination quite nicely. I think it should win. I'll Fight from RBG. No, no idea. The Place Where Lost Things Go, Mary Poppins Returns. Shallow, A Star Is Born, and that's the one I'm rooting for. for Is that the one that's always playing everywhere? That's the one we keep hearing at our work. Okay, no. The the one that they made a meme out of with her her vocal gymnastics. I don't don't know. Yeah, no, that one. I don't think so. It works in the context of the film, and, and it also, I, I and the also, the st- but also the story behind the way that song was created is very nice and awesome. But I think for a song, I think it should be. Um, it could be Black Mark. Ron- it could be Mark Ronson's first Oscar. He wrote the song with mm. Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. No, I still think yeah, Mark Ronson's cool, but no, I still think it should be Black Panther. In um, this category, I think it should be Black Panther. There you go. And then last one, when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings, no, the Ballad no. of Buster Scruggs. Oh yeah, no, yes, no, wait, no. I, I, I still think I, I think there is a good argument for all the Actually, stars. Actually, that's a really good song in Buster Scruggs. Yeah, no, okay. I still think it should be Black Panther. Look, all the stars, I, I, I agree that it actually has more of a place purely because I think that the lyrics of that song speak more than the whole movie did. <laughs> Yes, because the movie didn't say shit other than look how crap I am. No, but, but Kendrick Lamar's song actually had some meaning and message in it. Yeah, and it's a terrific song. But so is Shallow. Shallow has a lot of strength to it as a song. It's an incredible duet, and I really hope they perform it in the show. Yeah, but... In the but, ceremony. But All the Stars was a banger. It was. <laughs> but do you want a banger to win? Yes. That's the question. I do. I do want a banger to win. Um, I... I I don't know how I feel about like I love that Mary Poppins is in there, but I don't know that that is the song to give it to. So I I, I, I totally get why when you hear it, you're like, oh, Academy fodder. Yeah, totally get that. Is it the best song in the movie? Not by a long shot. Did Wonder Did Wonder ever win much? Did who? Wonder. Remember the film Wonder, and how that was absolutely Academy fodder. Wonder. Remember Wonder the kid. 
Oh, Wonder. Wonder, Wonder. Wonder. You're saying Wonder, I'm like, Hotel Rwanda? Wonder. I don't know. Wonder. The movie. Wonder. Wonder. Wonder Kid. Wonder Kid. Wonder? What happened to Wonder? Because that was Academy Fodder. Yeah, I'm I'm having a look. Uh, Accolades. Here we go. Um, Academy Awards Best Makeup and Hairstyling nomination. Because the kid's weird face. Yeah. Got nominated. Is that it? That's it. Really? That's all I got? Oh my god, but it was... 90th Academy Awards but got I, nominated. I, I got teary in that movie. It was we all proper, did. like, We wank. all did. It was an... Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was proper Academy fodder. And then I got one nomination. It lost, oh, out, just... it, it lost out to Darkest Hour, the Winston Churchill film with Gary Oldman. Okay, well, there you go. Then. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> I totally get that. Yeah. Actually, should we not this you then? Um, yeah, look. Okay, fair enough. Last year was an interesting year. I'm just rereading some of the uh, yeah. winners and nominees for last year. Very interesting. Oh dear. But look, that that is that is the academy. That is what we expect from the academy. Um, I don't know why anyone ever expects anything different. I don't know why I expect anything different each year. But mm. um, yeah, like, let's be fair. They do surprise us every so often. I'm still in shock at how well Fury Road did. When it went up at the Oscars a few years back. Oh, yeah. Fury Road just... That destroyed them all. Yeah, I'm... I'm gonna have a quick look at... You know, I, you, you know the one. first time I saw that was in India. Really? Yeah. It was... It, it had just started on TV. Like, I... Because it had, like, some names still up at the Had screen. you not seen... No. I know I have. There is There is a dedicated Wikipedia page called... List of Accolades Received by Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> total total number of awards and nominations. It was nominated for two hundred and twenty five awards and won a hundred and four. Oh my god! That just what? Acad- oh, here, uh... here we go. Academy Awards. N- n- how many nominations? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten nominations. Yeah, ten. And how many win? Ten. And it won one, two, three, four, five, six out of ten. That's phenomenal. It won six out of ten. What did it lose? Uh, best picture, best director, best cinematography, and best visual effects. Oh, that's annoying because that's four of the biggest categories. What did it win in? Uh, it won best film editing, best yep. production design, yep. best costume design, yep. best makeup and hairstyling, sure. best sound mixing, and best sound editing. I think it should deserve for visual effects because it wasn't CGI. It was a lot of it was real. Well, who won film that year? Spotlight won that year. That's right. I don't know what Spotlight is. Spotlight beat out The Big Short, Bridge of Spires, Brooklyn, Mad Max, The Martian, The Revenant, and Room. What the hell is what Spotlight? Spotlight uh, was an American biographical drama film. The film follows the Boston Globe's Spotlight team the oldest continuously operating newspaper investigative journalist unit in the United States and its investigation into cases of widespread and systemic child sex abuse in the Boston area by numerous Roman Catholic priests. Oh, right. It is based on a series of stories by the Spotlight team that earned the Globe the 2003 Pulitzer Prize for Public Service. What was... Remember when, remember when Avatar lost to... Um, James Cameron's Avatar lost to his wife with Hurt Locker? His ex-wife. His ex-wife with oh. Hurt Locker. Boom! Take that one. 
Oh, that was painful. <laughs> oh, your massive masterpiece? Nope. He was sitting either right in front or right behind her as well. Do you reckon he was preparing to stand up too? I, no. No, I, d- I don't think he chucked a Michael Keaton. <laughs> no, but do you reckon he thought he was going to win that? I, I think he wanted to. I think he hoped to. But... I, look, I, we spoke about I, we spoke about Avatar last week, didn't we? We did. I think. I, look, I think Avatar. We did. We spoke about the love of three D for it. I think Avatar um, wasn't the most original story. Was probably the most creative world because they had to wait for the technology to exist so they could make the bloody film in the first place. And I think that it created such an event cinema wise that it probably did deserve to win best picture because again the fact that it wasn't just a movie in cinemas it was an event. Everything was called James Cameron's Avatar. Like, it was this this world event that this movie was coming out. I think it deserved something because, unfortunately, the Academy doesn't seem to do the Special Achievement Awards anymore. Um, they, they used to do it a lot. They used to do the... Like, they knew that this movie may not get Best Picture or may not win in its key category, but what it would do um, would would be to change cinema in some way. So, Walt Disney won a special award for Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and he got an Oscar with seven small Oscars. <laughs> That's fantastic! Yeah, it, it's really cool. And, and it was purely for the sake that he had made the technical achievement of the first um, animated feature film. Mm. Yeah, certainly. But in this day and age, that sort of achievement just wasn't recognised, especially for Avatar. Sadly. But again, the film was in cinemas for six months. I know. It, it and, it, just... and it was, again, it was a world event. Everything was James Cameron's avatar everywhere. Like, it was huge. No one didn't go and see it, pretty much. But again, the story wasn't very original. And I still am not sure, and I think I've asked you on this, I'm still not sure whether James Cameron intended it on being an animated film or whether he was trying to create it look like it was real life. Uh, he wanted to blur the line, I think. I think that was the whole point. Completely just looked animated. Like, it didn't look like it was real in any way. Um, even the parts with humans and stuff looked like it was all just blue screen. Or green screen. Why do they not use green screen anymore? Why is it blue screen now? Well, they use either. They use both. Because remember when on Australian... Because the tennis is on right now. Remember when the tennis used to be green? The Australian Open used to be green? Yeah. And now it's blue. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if we could just can we Photoshop an can we Photoshop an image onto the screen? Can yes, you can. Really need to do that now. Commercial analysis of Avatar, just because this is actually really interesting, mm. or at least for us it is. Before its release, various film critics and fan communities predicted the film would be a significant disappointment at the box office, in line with predictions made for Cameron's previous blockbuster, Titanic. The really, they so both films were. Predicted to be an absolute bomb. Are you be serious? Awful. But they one and two on well besides um, two Fast the, and Furious. Two of the biggest movies ever made. Yeah, they yeah. were they were one and two up until yep. Fast and Furious, the crappest series on the planet. I will, I will still go watch them. I love them. No, I'm never going to see them ever them. again. <laughs> um, th- this criticism ranged from Avatar's film budget to its concept and use of 3D blue cat people. Slate Magazine's <laughs> Daniel people. Yeah. Slate Magazine's Daniel Engber complimented the 3D effects but criticized them for reminding him of certain CGI characters from the Star Wars prequel films and for having the uncanny valley effect. 
The New York Times noted that 20th Century Fox executives had decided to release Alvin and the Chipmunks The Squeakwall alongside Avatar, calling it a secret weapon to cover any unforeseeable losses at the box office. Seriously? Well, that would have made Alvin and the Chipmunks go awful. Uh, I worked at the cinema when they came out. Alvin did not do awfully. Really? (laughs) He made so much money. But it's such a crap movie. And yet, every man and his dog was there with their kids. If I ever have to listen... It was relentless. If I ever, ever, ever have to watch one of those films in my life, ever, with those voices, I think I would have to shoot myself in the brain. You get used to it after, like, five minutes. I've lived... Since puberty, with this nasally voice, I do not need to hear by choice a bunch of little shitheads sounding like that. Not even when they sing Witch Doctor. Especially when they sing Witch Doctor. What do you think Witch Doctor came from? I'm, it was written, by, it was written by the creator of Alvin. I don't care. It was written for them. I don't care. Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times called Avatar extraordinary and gave it four stars out of four. Watching Avatar, I felt sort of the same as when I saw Star Wars in 1977, he said, adding that like Star Wars and The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, the film employs a new generation of special effects, and it is not simply a sensational entertainment, although it is that. It's a technical breakthrough. It has a flat-out green and anti-war message. Isn't that fantastic, though, that the same studio is behind... The special effects used in both Lord of the Rings and um, Avatani had that to say about it. Mm. That's real nice. Um, yeah, Avatar. Great film. Great film, visual effective. Yeah. Again, you'd only ever watch... You would watch that if you... Uh, you I think you said it. You, you want to watch... Well, you did say it. You would... If you ever want to show off your Blu-ray player, get Avatar. Yeah, if you want to show off your Blu-ray, your 3D TV, Avatar is the one. Like, yeah, it has to be. I remember when they were bundling it with 3D TVs and 3D Blu-ray players for a yeah. while. Yeah, absolutely. It was great. But no, I, I would 100% I would get behind um, screenings, 3D screenings of Avatar. Yes, I would. And do you reckon 3D will make a comeback when the next Avatar comes out? I do. I, I genuinely do. Although I, I think that if we're really lucky... And we all cross our fingers, we may not have to wear the glasses anymore. The technology's there. LG, Seriously? Well, LG successfully made the glasses-free 3D TV a couple of years ago, tested beautifully in Japan and Germany, and then it didn't get a worldwide rollout because the 3D Blu-ray sales were declining so much, and the, the cinema tickets were declining, so they chose not to roll it out. But it's there. The technology's been there for a while because the 3DS employs it. Uses depth of field to create the 3D image rather than having it pop out yeah. the way you would always expect it to. I find it really so traversed. It goes yeah. inwards rather than outwards. Yep, which is what a 3DS does. It's cool. It works wonderfully. It's an incredible effect. Your iPhone is leaning that way as well with the forced perspective when you turn Roll it around. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It is the same sort of thing. It's the iPhone employs a very basic version of yeah, that technology sure. and it's done in a slightly different way. It's a flat surface basically based around the movement of the background in, yeah. in opposite, opposite direction to whatever you're looking at. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That's it's incredible, isn't yeah. it? It's fantastic. Um, it's funny, I remember when Disney used to... Disney were probably the last people still pushing 3D at the very end there. Well, it's funny because they're all still releasing 3D everywhere. And I think that we just get cheated of it here because we don't 
um, yeah. played in so many cinemas. If we want 3D, we go to George Street yeah. or somewhere like that that yeah. is still playing 3D sessions. Hoyts have, for the most part, cut it out. Event are the only ones left that are really still pushing the barrier. Well, that's a shame. But I, I do believe it'll come back. Yeah, well, we'll see. I firmly believe it. With the fact that the fact that oh, every, if it doesn't come back before Avatar, it'll come back with Avatar. But every two years, when we go to watch Star Wars, we go to a three D screening. When yeah, we go yeah, at midnight, that's true. That's every true. time we go, it's sold out. That's and, true. And every time people are going, yep, looked awesome. That's true. It's still an event format. James Cameron yeah. spoke about it and thought. Um, I, I think quite accurately, he said that they oversaturated the markets, cash in on the money of it, rather, than, they did. rather than treating it like the event that it is. Absolutely 3D is correct. good, and, and it should be a built-in technology. Well, it's, it's the same thing with um, Tarantino. Same thing in that it is an event. When Tarantino brought back 70 mil... Oh, the Super 70 yeah. from Panavision. He, oh. he, that he, he mentioned that was an event. That's why he made it with a um, intermission and everything. He was like, mm. this is an event. This isn't what the norm is. This is special. So he did it like that and it was special. And it felt, even just watching it at home, as mm. soon as I saw that Super 70 on my TV and mm. saw the black bars, I just went, wow. Yeah. Like, it took me back to the old movies that I used to sit and watch with mum on, on TV, the old Channel 7 midday movie. Mm. Um, because I remember they used to, back then, they, they used to still have the black bars because... That's just how the transfer was yeah. for when the networks got the films. It wasn't always like that. Sometimes they, they got the crappy mm. copies, but... I remember SBS used to have the biggest black bars top and bottom of the screen, and people were always like, eh. well, early on, people were like, oh, God, look at that. They're missing out on the screen with that. Like, no, what the hell? No, the not, you're, you're getting the full picture. Yeah. The first time I ever noticed it was when... Um, mum was pointing out something on one of her favourite movies to me, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. And given the, given the title, the, mm. there are a lot of main characters. Mm. And there's a couple of shots where because of the, uh, because of the aspect ratio being changed, you are literally missing out on one or two brothers in certain sequences <laughs> because they've just chopped it down. Yeah. to fit it to a full screen well that's why I find it fascinating when they re-release films in widescreen or they or something like that how they don't lose picture like like for example um, Lion King which was produced not in widescreen I don't think so I don't know how they re-released that in widescreen no it was made in the the cell animation was made in the widescreen okay so they basically just went back to original format yeah yeah so your video is chopping out scenes Right. Your old video. I've gone back and compared a few Disney ones. And there's some websites where you can see where people compare the different versions of films. Really? It's really interesting. Um, the One of the ones that gets me is 101 Dalmatians. Because yeah. it's very tricky to get your hands on the widescreen copy of it. Yeah. Like, really tricky. And I think mine is a full-frame one, and that bugs me a little. Just because Disney haven't given it a decent release for a while. Yeah. But there's a number of them where they've they finally started putting the old Disney movies back to their widescreen presentation, and there's so much we've missed yeah. for years. And it just, just becomes the norm without. And you grow up not knowing any better. Yeah, exactly. That's why I, I question things when like Beauty like, and the Beast is a big one. 19. That shot of them when they when they meet at the top of the staircase yeah. and come down. They've cut off the whole end of like, yeah, either the end, end of that the, the, the on the stairs. video. Oh dear. Um, Drew, 
Philip, you have Apple Pay on your phone now, don't you? I do, and it feels wonderful, even though I haven't used it yet. And why is that again? Why Why do you have it? Why do I have it? I have it because ComBank caved in the most spectacular fashion. But my bank hasn't. Which bank? Well, Westpac. There we are. <laughs> they haven't. They're jerks. They're not very good. They're annoying. They just drive me insane, and they don't have um, Apple Pay, so I have to use my credit card for Apple Pay. There has been a bit of discussion about the fact that the other banks may follow suit, but for now it seems like it's just going to be ANZ and ComBank. Mm-hmm. I reckon the others will follow suit. I really do. When though Westpac's the slowest bank to get on board with anything in this world. They don't have much choice now. The um, they, um, they weren't allowed to do a complete boycott. I think I read before there was I read an article about the fact that they were actually all the banks were told that they could not actively boycott together against Apple Pay (laughs) that's hilarious oh well lucky to come back well I don't have it and I'm pissed off I don't have it and I want it I think it makes sense that um, that they should all dive in with it I think they're just dirty because they have to pay Apple a fee for it whereas Android users automatically have a different technology that allows for um, mm. phone payments anyway. Well, look, Apple's technology is incredibly clever. It is clever. It's mm. safe. It's secure. That's it's very difference. secure. That's the difference in it. You're paying for the security, but no. That's why iPhones are now the number one burner phones in the world. Correct, they are. And uh, it's a fact that I find fascinating and but, I, but interesting and absolutely logical. Of course. The cost of it doesn't matter. The mm. security is the important part. Yeah. They are the number one burner phone in the world. But yeah, look, I hope that my bank gets on board. Currently, it doesn't. I have to use a credit card, but whatever. Look, it is what it is. Um, I also find it fascinating about how PayWave or PayPass is... It feels like most widely used here in Australia. I've, I didn't see it very much across Europe and, and the US, which is interesting, especially when those places are from... Those are the countries the places almost the, the stuff's almost designed for, especially in Norway when you look at their effectively a cashless society. Yet PayPass really doesn't exist. So everywhere you have to go, you have to put your credit card in and then put in your card details, like your your PIN. Like what? So everything's card there. Pretty much cash. Uh, one of my my cousins in Norway has said that they haven't seen cash for about three or four years. What? Because everything is card. It exists, but it really get seen pretty much all so how does that affect pricing there it doesn't really it doesn't change anything no. people just noise don't carry a, cash a, no and you know noise a unique place Every, even local corner stores are card pretty much they have cash but no one takes cash it must just be cheaper for them to process on card um and also it's just more efficient it's a it's a smarter way of doing things yeah yeah it's pros and cons sir especially with paywave technology even yeah. kids can have access to it because it's not yeah they're not breaking the bank but they're able to i don't know part of me part of me likes like the idea of having physical money with me i don't carry cash on me too often but i do still keep a money box well i have it because whenever i get like i've got like 300 dollars worth of coins sitting behind me right now and i need to get rid of it you still haven't gone to the bank with your coins no because i went to go last week and the place the thing didn't work did you go inside and talk I to the actual them. person? I called them and they said, look, I was like, do you have a coin machine that is like the Commonwealth Bank one where you can literally just yep. tip it in and it sorts it for you? Or do I have to put it in little, car- in, in little bags? And they're like, no, no, 
we now have one that you can just tip it in. However, our side of it's working, the customer side of it's not working at the moment. So we're having a technician come out and do it. So um, give us a call maybe next week. And we'll let, or give us a call before you come in next time. I was like, well, it's probably going to be next Thursday. Like, just give us a call before then. It won't be this Thursday, but you know, potentially no, next got, Thursday. you've got better plans. Yes, I do. Oh, dear. Um, it's quite an ordeal for you to get rid of these coins. Yeah, because then I have to look like a sus, like, criminal walking into a bank with a massive backpack on. You're going to wear a cap and a jacket? I'm tempted to wear the cap and a jacket. <laughs> please, please wear, like, like, like a rain jacket and a cap. And like you, and glass. You... We didn't discuss we were going to store glass. We're going to hold off on that and we're going to talk about it next week. We will, because it'll probably take the whole 51 minutes like this. I'm going to go and like it. Yeah, and I'm going to go re-see it, just so I can make sure I see that scene. I might, too. I might go tomorrow. Because I was annoyed about the... Yes. Because our cinema, we're not going to go to, into too much detail on it, but basically our cinema, for the first time in my life, I had we had the fire alarm go off while a movie was on. Yes, tried to and evacuate us. And it completely us. sabotaged about 10 minutes of the film. Sabotaged? Spoiled. Not, oh, it just... It, they, didn't, they didn't turn off... They t- didn't turn it off for a long time with the alarm going off. Then we were told to go back into your cinema because it's not for this. It's not an evacuation. It's a false alarm. Then they ring and the around. Fine. No, then they kept. They turned the screen off so we could just hear the audio for about five minutes. Then they went and rewound it. They didn't rewind it far enough. Like it was just all annoying. It was all over the place. Yeah, it was really annoying. But anyway. We should have gone and spoken to someone we afterwards. We should have gotten free tickets. Hoyt's hit us up for free tickets. Um, Donald Trump has little hands and he's been photoshopping them. Look, I can sympathize with him because I have little hands, but I would never, ever, ever Photoshop bigger hands onto my images. Also, that's fake news. Donald Trump, you're a bullshit artist with your little hands, even though it's his team doing it. We don't hate you, but we hate some of the choices you make. Yes, exactly. And also, you have a lot of money, and I don't, um, because I also didn't win $100 million. For that, we might hate you. Um, I That, I bloody hate you. And also, hate the woman that won it. Um, Sick end of the week. Sick end of the week. Of course. If you would like to be on this show, make sure Mm. you reach out to us and contact us via Facebook, Instagram, um, I don't know, SoundCloud, or in person, or Carrier Pigeon. All the usual methods. Yes. uh, Um, Obviously, the winners are not Donald or... um or the lottery winner because she's won enough and we honestly can't trust her to use her winnings from our sick end of the week correctly. No, correct. So, who wins? Who wins? Um, Look, I was going to say Roger Federer, but I don't think it can be because I think he may have won it earlier on. Um, Yeah, I I think so too. Um, You know what? I, I do have a suggestion. Yes. But but it may it may fall into next week's, but I, I would consider maybe the three leads of glass. Yes, I would agree actually. Because in in, in amongst our um, our various opinions of the movie, the one thing we very much agreed on was the outstanding performances of all three of them. I, I love I'm such a huge fan of Bruce Willis. Yes. Such a huge fan of Bruce Willis. And to see him playing this character again for the third time mm. in, in a big way this time again. Um, it felt good. Yeah, it felt right. Uh, James McAvoy. I think he outdid himself. Just, yeah. Just by the by. I, I believed it even more this time. Yeah. But we'll go into greater detail on that next week. Yeah. But for now, I think those three can have Fellas, you're this week's sick end of the James week. James McAvoy, Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson. Congratulations. Samuel. And uh, yeah, that drew that, you know what that does? That wraps us up. It does. We did it. For the final time before your room becomes a shared room. A shared room, yes. The last moments of this 
Don't say it like that. <laughs> um, no, it's exciting. No, it is very exciting. It's exciting. For those of you that are unaware, we can see the floor of Phil's room now. Yes, it's really tidy. <laughs> it, looks, it looks amazing. Yeah, I've done a good job. I can do good. And he's ready for the next exciting new chapter. Absolutely. The next chapter is about to begin. Bring it on. And uh, yeah, till next week, Drew. Yep. <laughs> Thank you.